Good evening, Fabcasters. This is Arbar with a special podcast. It's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. I will never forget September 11th, 2001. I was a junior at Biola University living in Thompson Hall. Maybe six or seven in the morning. Maybe it was seven. Kid bangs on our doors. His name was Jay Fong. <laughs> and he's banging on the door and I open the door and I go, wow, what's up, man? I'm in my underwear. He goes, it's World War Three, man. Later on, we all gathered in the lobby and saw the devastating videos. It was unreal. I remember a kid there, uh, Aristotle, he was, we all gathered around the TV. Uh, Jesse Reagan, uh, Justin Haight, David McLean, Dan Britton, Brett Turchek, Gary Gildamarian, all gathered around. I think Josh Warren was there as well. Jake Rutenbaum, all these guys that work at Saddleback Church. We were all gathered around the TV, um, seeing the devastating news. That night they locked down the campus there. This is Bible College in La Mirada, one of the safest cities in the nation. But everybody just scared, doing exactly what the terrorists want, to live in fear, to live in terror. Fast forward to 2003, I'm in seminary now at Talbot School of Theology. I get dumped by a fiance and I have this revelation that I want to join the military. The military had just invaded Fallujah, invaded Iraq. My last year of my, my master's, 2004, a Marine came to speak to us. Um, well, it was just like three of us at a table at Talbot. He was a Marine. He knew that we were thinking about becoming chaplains and he gave his testimony about the battle, about being in the battle of Fallujah. And I knew at that moment that I, that I had to join. I told my dad in 2003 in Big Bear, dad, I'm thinking about joining the military. Dad fired back without blinking an eye, without batting an eye. Son, I think that's great. I think that's great. He was so patriotic. 2004, I talked to the Navy and I said, I'm ready to join the Navy recruiter as a chaplain, Chaplain Jeff Milne. Said, oh, that's, that's great. Hey, by the way, you got the wrong degree. You can't have an MA, you need to have an MDiv, so you gotta go back to school. And just like Jacob, I did the extra years and it didn't even bother me at all because of my love. I'm a lover, not a fighter, so I knew I couldn't shoot anybody or kill anybody, but I wanted to be a minister to those who are. I wanted to be with those Marines in that fight. I didn't know much about what was going on, but I just knew I wanted to be with them. Fast forward 14 years later, almost to September 11th. It's about two weeks ago now. An explosion by our enemies, 
suicide bombers who blew up um, a post in Kabul, Afghanistan. Happened to be nine Marines from my unit, from my regiment, and one sailor from my regiment killed in action. And then ISIS fighters uh, started spraying the crowd with, with gunfire, wounding many. I'd like to just touch on the fact that uh, I'll reiterate what, what one of my good friend, chaplain friends says, that uh, all those Marines and that sailor, when they rose their right hand, they took an oath, knowing fully that their lives might be taken from them. And although one of the temptations is for someone to say they lost their lives in vain or to point the finger or to blame people for their deaths, no, we can't do that. They signed up for that. Those nine Marines, they're trained from day one. It's embedded in their soul. They exist to locate, close with, and destroy the enemy by fire maneuver or repel the enemy's assault by fire in close combat. That's what they do. That's what they wanted to do. That's what they died doing. And the honorable corpsman that died with them, he signed up for that as well. To be shoulder to shoulder with his Marines. That's what they call them. These are my Marines, those corpsmen say. And there's no uh, greater honor for a corpsman than to do his job alongside his Marines and to lay down his life beside his Marines, die doing what they signed up to do. From my chaplain perspective, God takes people when it's their time. Isaiah 57.1, when the righteous die, it's because God's sparing them from evil. Those are things I will never know this side of heaven, but I know they departed the earth because God signed off on it. There is no dying too soon, dying too late. Everybody dies right at their appointed time because it is appointed for man to die once and after that to face judgment. My mission over the past 14 years can be summed up in the fact that I co-create a world of freedom and vision by turning my ears into graves so that these Marines and sailors can bury their problems and find healing in Jesus' name. I have two goals that I learned from my mentor chaplain, Chaplain Cox. One, to prepare people for heaven. Two, to prepare people for war. My spin on that is I don't want anybody to go to heaven when they die. I want people to go to heaven now. Why wait till you're dead to go to heaven? You can go to heaven now. You can have that life in Christ now and experience an amazing and abundant life. So I prepare people for heaven by listening to them, giving them a venue to drop their greatest, deepest, darkest secrets so they can experience healing and start experiencing heaven here on earth. To be fully loved and to be fully known. I prepare people for war. My Marines and sailors, I prepare them for war because I believe when their wounds are attended to, and they're walking upright because they have no secrets. 
a person with secrets is a dangerous person to have in the unit. We are only as sick as our secrets. A man who has secrets going down range is a dangerous man. He is a selfish man and he cannot shake that. So I prepare Marines and Sailors for war, but what about my civilians? What about everybody else I talked to, Minister? What about the family members? I also prepare them for war because there is a war that is more real than the kinetic war. It's spiritual war. Our enemies aren't really ISIS or the Taliban or North Korea. The, the, those human beings are not our enemy. They may be victims of the enemy, but they are not our enemies. I didn't make that up. That's Ephesians 6.12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. I did not make that up. People are never our enemies. They may be victims of the enemy, but they are not the enemy. I wrestle against principalities and powers. So it's now the 20th anniversary. And the tragedy of war means that a lot of people have died. And a lot of people bear uh, physical scars. Some of my Marines that have, that have come back from war, I see their scars. I talked to one of my Marines who was in Afghanistan almost 10 years ago now. Jason Pacheco lost a leg. He bears the physical scars. Two Marines that just got back from Kabul. I, one, two, two that I saw were shot. They're going to bear physical scars. But those only last for a lifetime. Just a lifetime. The emotional scars, the emotional scars, the, the spiritual wounds last a lifetime. And some of those wounds can prevent someone from experiencing life beyond life, beyond earth. Because they will detract from Christ. So I exist not only to help people and to pray for their physical healing, but to pray for their spiritual healing as well. And I don't want to get caught up in the temptation of just focusing just on the physical things because the physical visible world is always connected to the spiritual invisible world. And I can look at terrorism across the world and I can look at physical scars and lose the fact that there are spiritual wounds that need to be tended to. There is heaven here on earth and there's heaven on the new earth that need to be highlighted. So in, in the spirit of, of commemorating the 20th anniversary of 9-11 of and, and saying we will never forget because we shouldn't forget, but let's remember to, to get our attention on what matters most. What about life beyond this earth? These physical things will only last for a little bit, but we have all of eternity to look forward to. Where will we spend eternity? And not only will we spend eternity, but how are we going to live now? Let's experience heaven on earth now. So if that's you and you have the physical wounds, let's, let's deal with those. But if you have these spiritual wounds, things that's happened to you, things that you've been holding on to, things that linger, 
things you don't know how to find healing for, things that have happened to you. If you got secrets, let's get those out in the open. If you're a Marine or sailor and you're listening to this, let's get those things out in the open so you can find healing. Find a Navy chaps. Their ears are graves where you can bury your problems and begin healing. You should be able to trust all of them. But find one that you can really, really trust, that you know, that you've had coffee with, that you've had whatever, orange juice with, and you've connected with him and you have a good feeling about him. Same denomination or not, we've all sworn to secrecy. I don't have any of my own secrets, but I will die with your secrets. No one will ever know. That's the best place to start. We are only as sick as those secrets. And Jesus is standing by saying, I have paid the price. I've picked up the tab. I've left the tip. There's nothing for you to do but to receive the healing I have for you in my name. Fabcasters, we love you. Happy 20th anniversary as we celebrate the lives of heroes and we mourn the loss of our loved ones and we, we mourn alongside those who are still hurting because of those tragedies. And we pray for complete, holistic, and total healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Peace.